Nosotros hablamos. Hey, everybody. Get ready. This is Yvette Nicole Brown. Stop uh, it. Say your name. Hi, Anthony Russo. Dan Joel Harmon. Joel McHale. And Danny Pudi is on the other side of the glass. Pudi's here. Hey, Pudi. Okay, so this, this is episode uh, production code 104. <laughs> what, what, what was it actually aired as? What, what, why would I care about that? This is social psychology. I think it did air fourth. It was no. It was this was one of those episodes that was where aired out of order. It was oh, it right. moved up and it was a rushed post schedule. On this uh, nevertheless, one of our favorites, Liz Kakowski, wrote the uh, yeah. writers' draft, and it was uh, I mean, you know it was early in the show, but it was a it was a big milestone because it was like one of the first scripts that I just felt was almost ready to go you know like, like and it was a great feeling great that we, we, we can actually do this that man eric christian olsen aaron christian christian eric christian olsen aaron eric christ like old it. guy he's awesome he's on like, ncis we've been really he's a cast member now i believe that he's uh you have no idea a super guest star maybe a cast member oh a super guest star that's you know better than a regular guest star he's very awesome he works a lot so, look, we've been jumping all around today in terms of the order. We've been recording these commentaries. And it's like we're going back now to early in the season, and it just makes me think, like, in the early in the season, part of the fun is, one, we're getting to know the characters again, mm -hmm. which this episode is very much about, this relationship between um, Shirley and Jeff. Yeah. Also, just seeing Eric there, it's like, I remember, like part of the fun mm -hmm. of the early episodes, too, is you're casting... You know, uh, you're going beyond your regular cast, and you're finding new people to come right. into the show. And it's like some of those people end up having lives in the first season that we didn't expect when we yeah. cast them. As he was in what yeah. six episodes, seven episodes? And he did a few. Yeah, would that we had the time to like actually spend even more time with that character because it was like you know the idea of him being a musical rival of Pierce's mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, right. This was the um, the first episode that I actually got to spend time with Joel. So it was kind of like Shirley uh. and Jeff. Shut up. Shirley and Jeff were getting to know each other, and me and Joel were getting to know each other at the same time. So that was really, it was good for me. Was it good for you? Be kind. What part? Hate you. I was listening to Hate the show. Hate you so much. Hate you with a passion that seeds through my pores like Gillian John Oliver like is that terrific. <laughs> it's a callback. Oh, Liz Kakowski came up with the idea in the room, this very beautiful, subtle idea that the basis of Jeff's friendship with Shirley, which they wouldn't know about at first, but they would accidentally discover, is their mutual share of uh, gossip, uh, talking yeah. talk smack behind people's backs. Um, and and I, I just thought that was such a brilliant idea because it, it was, it was we really spent fun these to... first six episodes trying to figure out how to, we wanted to spotlight each character and have Jeff's life become inextricably like tangled in each character's life. And how do you do that with Shirley? Well, it's, it's great to just embrace it and let the character say to Britta that he doesn't like, like the idea of walking around with her and talking to her and making small talk. And mm -hmm. then for them to find out their friendship was first with Jeff's character. Jeff and Shirley were the first to really bond. Um, Does this right mean away. that they can't bond, they can't be together anymore? Because they really are toxic together. Uh, like, no, well, they say that. No, I think that... Uh, I think that the family actually grows together so much that they it's sort of like a double-edged sword. It's mm -hmm. like Shirley can go back to being Jeff's least favorite member of the family if we want because they're all so when close now. When was she ever his least favorite member of the family? Well, in this I episode, first, in the beginning, uh, he's saying, he's like saying I don't out. want to walk with her. I'd like to point out the coffee shop is called Hot and Brown. Yes. It was named after. <laughs> we were trying to, how do you come up with a new coffee shop name after 15 years of coffee shop? 
that's coffee how shops you do and it. Me and uh, Pip, one of our ads, we d- we believe that that's about us because we're both brown women, so we're both hot and brown. Wow, you're able to turn it back to yourself. Whatever. That's great. Also, she's Pip allowed well. to be Dad. racist. That wasn't racist. Well, yeah. no, it's not was racist it? from you. It's like you guys get to have all the fun. I want to, <laughs> I want to call people. What hot if I was just like, yes, this is about black women. <laughs> hot and brown is not racist. I think no, it's, it's cute. No, it's a strip club. It's not. I think it's cute. All right, John Oliver. Amazing. With the cutest dimples ever. And he's like Jim Rash in that comedy flows out of him like Mm. uh, a broken uh, Roman fountain. Mm. Where you go to these old ruins and they built fountains right. 2,000 years ago, but and everything still works perfectly no matter what. It's still always coming out. Yeah. So true. But unlike yeah. Jim Rash, who, they're both equally amazing, but in different ways. Jim Rash is like a machine. He'll hit every mark and every line exactly the same way if you want him to. So when you're in the edit bay, you're like, oh, my God, it's so easy to cut. John Oliver, like Richie Valens in La Bamba. Uh, diff- nice. different, different thing every time, Nicely like done, all filled Nicely with amazing, done. like so many, making so many discoveries all yeah. the time, and you you don't even want to go near him to suggest that he redo something that you made you chuckle because he's just gonna do something even even funnier. Yeah. What? Community college Spanish teacher can't use eighty bucks. Well, we're just. I remember there were a lot of shots of, like John Oliver's character kind of leering at Annie. And I remember early on going like, it makes me too uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if I was the, the most protective of, you know, that, that, that idea that Annie's like this little girl or, mm-hmm. you know, if it, or if I was. <laughs> <laughs> Can in the chair. <laughs> Ken Jong, he is, uh, well, talk about machine. This is great, this shot. Like That was the day the writer from Entertainment Weekly was here with you. We shot that also. <laughs> remember that? He was right around that corner we walked I, from. Wow. You remember things much better. We shoot a lot of these shots on the Paramount lot, and you look in the background, and this is another testament to our uh, our set people. Short makes. A lot of our exteriors are shot at the L.A. Community College. The architecture you see mimicked back there and those things directly between Yvette and Joel, they mimic the architecture of LACC, and this is shot on the Paramount lot. We just haul out these things on forklifts. They, they create fake LACC mm-hmm. anywhere we want on the Paramount yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, right across from where I'm walking is the president of Paramount's office. Mm-hmm. So... Joel knows because he frequently visits. Well, I have to use the bathroom there a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I accidentally dropped my script ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. How many times do we have to do that walk and talk thing? Oh, we oh, never man. got it right. There's another. There's another character here. There was a whole different. Eric thing. Charles <laughs> Nelson, who yeah. uh, showed up in this episode that ended up recurring. Right, He's right. The guy Plays in the Garrett. blue shirt in the back. Yeah. We ended up naming him Garrett. Yeah. We don't know what his name is yet in this episode. But and he was amazing in the paintball episode. Yes. Yeah. Explaining the it's preface. Still that going opening on. is. Yeah. And wasn't he the yeah. alien? Why? He was the alien in Abed's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eric Charles Nelson is kind of a darling in the L.A. stand-up underground. Uh, you can see him throughout L.A. What Donald does in a second now, is going to be so genius. This is completely genius. improvised by Donald. I think the script just said Donald, Mel- you know, Troy right. Meltz yeah, down. I love it. I love it. What's going on in there? <laughs> I wasted all day here for you. The Soul Train Board for today. You He just makes me giggle. It's watch amazing. him crawl out. Please watch the... Animal when he <laughs> 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 like, It's like a bug that's in the back of a bug that's <laughs> right. stepped on. It's one of the that's, funniest things in the whole that's season of the show. Period and butt stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it makes me happy. 
Beautiful. Now, this episode runs longer than the others, right? Oh, it does? It was the full-length one, because they actually... NBC let us supersize this one or something? Well, what happened longer. was, again, this was early in the season, so we didn't yet have a, you know, sort of a, a sharp understanding of the relationship between script length and episode no. length, and this episode ended up playing very long. It was like eight minutes over or something, and we had a short post-process on it because we were moving it up in air order, so I think they gave us that exception because of that. We were up against the wall, and we had too much time to take out. But the version we're watching on the DVD is the version that aired, right? It's not the syndication version that had to be cut down to 22 or anything like that. Oh, it looks so Ex sad. Exactly. Because actually, I looked at this uh, episode on my iTunes before coming here, and there, I just noticed there was a you shot missing from the iTunes that was just in here. So, yeah, it's like... You kind of did the, the Why Pierce would Hawthorne they chop thing? down the iTunes version? I don't know. I don't know. You cheated. I yeah. mean, there's no commercials on the <laughs> iTunes version. You can't prepare for the DVD commentary. Oh, man, how about... How, is everyone enjoying those iTunes checks coming in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I man. didn't get mine, did they? What? what? Yeah, you have... Okay. How do you think I flew cents. to Paris <laughs> private? Uh, I think Jeff really loves Brita. Well, I, I gotta say, when I read this, kind of a weird turn, like, 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 weird or not weird. Like, I, I, I like the overall effect of it, but I remember thinking we had internal debate about it. The critics responded to this. It's like, all of a sudden, Joel, Jeff Winger is Jim Halpert from The Office. All of a sudden, it's a rom com. All of a sudden, he's so devastated about her making out with a dude. I think that Jeff Winger is very, 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 like, inexperienced with actually, like, kind of liking girls and stuff. I think he's gay. No, no, no. I mean, I think he's, like, had a very crass sort of, like, collector mentality about women. Like, he needs that validation, and once he gets it, they become disgusting to him, and he moves on. And I think that Britta, for whatever reason, like, I do, I I think, I like looking back on the whole thing. Is that's, that's what's indicated in the pilot, too. There's something about her... He's got a big, big crush on. He's scared of her. He he likes the dirtiness, the the grunginess, the eclectic thing. Like I think he thinks that she's the type of girl that he's supposed to be with. Did you down. think that scene went too far? The uh... uh no, I didn't because you're privately like you got your head against it. In the edit bay, we tried to mitigate it a little bit so that you're not like oh god, oh woe was me. But I like the fact that privately you're actually really bummed out that this one got away. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I like I I like. I, I, but I do recognize it. I just think it's worth noting that the, it's like your paths can take weird turns. Like all of a sudden, your character is exhibiting like behavior that I remember other. reading the script and my feeling heartbroken. I was like, oh, could she? <laughs> well, that's the other thing is how could she? She's rolling around on the lawn out there. It's like, that, but that's what I really like that about the Brita character. How, how odd she is. How she reminds me of like I've said, so many of my ex girlfriends. Like kind of, ha she's the she's not Annie at all. Completely different reason for being attracted to yeah. a girl is that she's like, she's like a tough suitcase you throw over your shoulder and take on a, you know take across the world. And here's John gives Oliver you, gives you ringworm. John wow, Oliver doing ringworm. a tour de force. <laughs> nice. Like who thought she's, a, she's like she's like a mattress full of bed bugs. <laughs> she just went to roll around. You're in her done, and sir. You're done. Feel the world. You're done. I love that they start taking notes on him. Genius. <laughs> Thank you. But stop writing. Put your back. Give me that. Get out. Get out. You bunch of dogs. Get out. This is me, me grinding my axe against doctors and therapists and things. I hate I hate people in white coats because they're <laughs> they're always telling me I need to come back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Annie, why? <laughs> Not bad. He's got his Indiana Jones whip there. I know. Cute. 
cutest character ever. So, uh, Britta said that you did a lot of community service. Ultimate Frisbee at the Senior Center, it is amazing. And what makes Frisbee ultimate? <laughs> Man. I remember being very nervous about what I had to do with the making fun of him stuff because I just didn't know how to do it physically. Well, you like, figured it out. Well, I'm not really a physical People want to know about so the nipples. They're are they prosthetic? They are. They're fake. They are. Tiny nipples. We came up, Liz Kakowski, I think, had the idea in the room about the guy, maybe John Pollock too, in the room about this guy. Seth Meyers' brother is an actor. Uh, who actually apparently has really tiny nipples. <laughs> the idea was we were going to cast him, but then we just had auditions and stuff, and we had the technology to make nipples small. So and what we... was weird is you'd go into the makeup trailer, <laughs> and there would be a little pile of, of differently sized nipples, nipples, and you thought, what horrible thing has occurred yeah. here? Well, we ended up, I mean, that's part of, you know, we ended up just, that's just a makeup job around the, you know, sort of outside of the nipple. Well, there was, wasn't there a prosthetic? No, there wasn't there was prosthetic. prosthetic on no, no, that came we, later. We, we didn't use it. We, oh. we fitted him for a prosthetic, but we didn't have enough money on our meager TV budget to really make the prosthetic Look work real. properly, mm. <laughs> so we had to go to the low right. Can we have a new character in season two that has special nipples <laughs> so we use prosthetics? Nipples, yeah, mm. absolutely. Start They're extra long. Building those now. Uh, I really like the scene. I like the two of these guys on the couch After together. After not having sex? Focus groups. Like, we were so used to uh, thinking of Britta as like, well, she's like this other like part of this wacky ensemble of misfits. And then you have like focus groups say the oddest, most simplistic things that they go like, well, we like, we like her because she's the, the normal one. I was like, at some point, like, well, I think you're missing the point, but then, well, listen to that. Like, I, I, you like the way these two are together. You don't necessarily endorse a will they or won't they between them, but they feel good like siblings. They feel like when they patch schemes together, when they're, when they're hanging out, kind of rubbing up against each other in a dry way. Um, that's when, that's what we like about Jeff and Britta. I think. How often did this get, how many times does something like this get focused, grouped? Yeah, I was about to ask, do you focus with early, early, early on? than we'll ever know. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 They ask us if you if we want to know, I'd say early on we do. I, 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 do they do every episode? Uh, no, 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 no. They take a, they take a handful and they, they do their thing. You know, it's, it's, to me, it's like you can draw good feedback from a fire hydrant. I mean, it, mm. you could, you could, yeah. you could, they scatter well, chicken bones on the floor. Fire and hydrants go, fight fires, Dan, so that they but do. But to be fair, NBC never, you know, sort of misused that information. They just sort of shared it with us. Absolutely. And it, was very, it was very sort of open in terms of what, what we took away from it. Mm. Yeah, we are not the victims of a lot of creative compromise, I will say that. I'm not just being a company And man. this is where Allison just walked in that day because she was, Auditioning for Dukes of Hazard 2. <laughs> the the prepping. <laughs> it is the prepping. <laughs> the sensation you're feeling is the prepping. <laughs> Welcome to the country club. Laugh it up. You guys want to know what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danny. I heard you with my own ear. Binoculars. Pierce, we are not making fun uh -huh. of you. Calling me hacky sack and ripping my my six pack abs and my moist hair. Maybe that face good, you man. made. That feels pretty obviously Annie. Okay. <laughs> this is definitely still part of the experiment. I forgot Pierce, you made that face. We're not making fun of you. Yeah. We're making fun of Britta's boyfriend, Vaughn. Oh, good. Well, in that case, 
But if we're gonna do something, this is a great shit hitting the fan scene, which becomes a staple of community. Like I, I you know, like it's hard to engineer these. No worries, no worries. And he always says hello three times in a row. Hello, good evening. How are you? And look, he wrote a poem. The end of the second act. You want. Disaster on some scale. I felt bad for real about it. Yeah, I did too. Was, That's what's great. Yeah. Another great thing is, like yeah, I've said in other commentary and other episodes, writing up to the to the supposed villains until the point. In this scene, Vaughn becomes the most likable character. Yeah, he in the does. Scene. It's so sad. You always follow your pity. That's why when we've talked about the Brita character, you know, beating up on her to make the audience like her. People don't get that. They think that means you don't like her. Mm. <laughs> you, you like Charlie Brown. You like Job. You like, mm -hmm. not from Arrested, Job from the Bible. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, clarification yeah. there, sir. Thank you for that. Job with a J. Um, and this scene, like, this guy gets beat up on immediately. You like him. Yeah, you like him. Um, and you realize that our crew, kind of like the Cheers gang or the yeah. you know, like Seinfeld family, it's like, well, no, they're, they're very, very bad people, <laughs> kind of. They're flawed. <laughs> people he's crying now he's barking <laughs> <laughs> he's crying this scene right here this was hard doing with you Joe well, this is when I told you to fuck off. No, not that, not that when part. When I could not get my lines right. Oh, I was is like, that way? No, 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 no. And I didn't know you that well, so I'm like, is he really saying that to me? But no, there was a scene where we had to walk from the <laughs> gate to sit down, and you were like. I was the script said that we walk and I said we're supposed to go now Joe and you said make me make me do it I was like oh. I did yeah you were like make me like you were like telling me as an actor to actor like you better act better to make me want to walk over I there did? with you wow. yes what a jerk. and I was like he's mean you mean <laughs> right mean. oh sorry no. but we didn't know each other well yet and I was just oh. like oh see, my I god see I just tell jokes and do crap like that when I don't know people oh really oh yeah Oh god, I was so I'll scared. I was it. terrified. It He'd call it a defense mechanism, but it's really offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see the best I didn't, defense. You don't remember that? I was like, Joel, we're supposed no to idea. I was like, we're supposed to be over there now, and you were like, make me. This is a great like, oh. early moment for it to be on your fourth episode, act turned out to be our third or whatever it is. But to have this kind of chemistry between characters, this cute little moment. We're about to kiss, I think. Yeah. I love when you open the zipper. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, when about. Are we gonna kiss, sort of... Joel? When is Shirley and Jeff going to have their oh moment? Um, hmm? Sloppy eights? This is one I unfortunate thing that we had to cut out of the really long version of this is John Oliver comes back to this scene. She gives him the DVD set. John Oliver comes back, says to a uh, Annie, um, you're brilliant, you're brilliant. I would love to for you to help me with my stuff. And she says to him, no, I'm going to go hang out with my friend and watch this. Like, did, yeah. did, it, did it get cut well, out? Or? It got cut out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the other beauty of it was it really paid off that whole experiment storyline yeah. and that he has this epiphany that his meltdown over uh, Abed actually confirms his theory of yeah. the Duncan principle. Mm. Like Anthony said, yeah. which is truly one of the things like that, that your show just is going to get better over time because of that whole... Like he said, the, the 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 calibrating of how long your scripts can be based on whatever, what the style is. The, mm -hmm. Every every production is a new family. The unique combination of all the people, their styles, the editing styles, and all these things. You need to come up with a page count that, for the script that's going to be that's going to require the least amount of like killing children, children mm -hmm. being jokes, children being storylines and stuff. And 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 early on, you just you're just making like. It's like you're shooting movies that have to be 20 minutes long, and you're you're flying blind and 
some tragedies happen. But that was a great lesson because that was, I always thought that was one of the funniest scenes John Oliver had done. Yeah. We had to cut it, so it's like, uh, yeah, that's a hard lesson. You got to put it in the extras. Mm. Whenever you hear cool needle drops like this that you like, it's usually Joe Russo who has a thousand million songs in his iPod. Yeah, and you walk up to the, uh, you'll walk up to the World Video Village and you'll be about to ask Joe a question. He goes, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> what would you think of this song during this? You guys like, have great really Joe great. Russo impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's more like this. Like Do I yours, picture, Dan. My, my, that, that's what I was doing. Oh, was that oh, it? Yeah, that sorry. wasn't your best. You did listen, a when you want to do a steady cam shot, listen. Listen, look, guys, look. this is what it's going to be. At the end of the day. Right? We're going to come in and we're going to hit it. You, and... you get out the steady cam. You you pull it across. You rake it up down the alley. You do it. You, 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 you get him. We get him. We get him. The sun comes up. It goes down. You're still shooting. You're done. I got an impression of him. Ready? You guys all need to work. Yeah, Anthony would know how his brother sounds better. Here's mine. You guys want to go to New Orleans? Five grand. <laughs> you in? You yeah. guys in? Who's in? Come on, Yvette. You can drink water. You don't have to drink. You can drink water. <laughs> so this scene was shot at 4 a.m. on oh, Saturday so morning. Late. I remember this. I think I went to New York. I just drove straight to the airport. Matt Jones And the episode the had to lock Saturday night at like 9 p.m. So I was up a straight 36 hours Yikes. from Friday till Saturday night. Yay! Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys.